Hello, everyone. It's Erica, and I'm here with Rochelle. It's so enjoyable to discuss topics of faith with some of your closest people and to just share ideas and, and kind of grow from each other's right. thoughts. Absolutely. Well, today's topic is about faith and how it relates to parenting. Like, what are some challenges as Christian parents we face in today's day and time? Yeah, so, give me some feedback on that. Yeah, you know, parenting is definitely a struggle. And my dad and I joke all the time about how there's no, there's no manual that, you right. know, <laughs> that comes with the kid that tells you exactly how to raise them and, you know, what works best and what doesn't. And what adds to that is that, you know, every child has their own personality. So what right. works for the first child may not work for the next one. So um, for me right now, um, my I have two teenagers, and that is a challenge all in itself. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning a lot, and at the same time, figuring out all the things that I, I just have no clue about. You're two teenagers, boys or girls? Two boys. A trainer and a junior. Oh, wow. So... Uh, Rochelle, tell me what are some a few challenges as a Christian parent you've had to overcome so far raising your kids? Oh, yeah. Um, my my biggest challenge right now is the, the culture of today's society and this generation that um, basically our generation is raising. And you know, there's there's a, a culture of, of this thing, you know, where everybody wants to roast everyone, you know, and I don't know if that's a teenage term or what, but we say it in our house a lot. Um, and it, it's like they just want to make fun of everyone. Yeah. You know, everything is supposed to be something funny. You didn't do that right. And, and we get to this place where it's like we're choosing sides. Yeah. And you either have to be on this side or the other side. And that is so frustrating for me. Um, just because, you know, the only right side is God's side, yeah. but, but unfortunately the society that we live in today, you know, we've been silenced to where we can't talk about God. Or if you do talk about God, you don't know if they're truly talking about the God that has a son named Jesus. <laughs> right. Very <laughs> true. You know, or if they're talking about some other God, um, it is. It is not acceptable to just in general, just come out and start, you know, discussing the Christian faith. Um, so it's really hard for me to be able to tell my children how to to better navigate this life. Like, you know, how do they deal with certain challenges? Um, how do they deal with the cultural norms of, you know, like teasing people and, oh, you belong to this group and they, you know, you belong to this group. It's just different. We had groups when we were growing up, but these these kids these days, it it's crazy. They're mean. <laughs> they are. They are very mean. Um, and then just to be more specific, you know, I was looking up some verses when I was thinking about our topic. And we have a very distinct challenge right now. Um, people are using the term love, like you're supposed to love everyone, like love is great and love is wonderful, and it is. But they're using that term out of context and they're mm -hmm. making it to be that if you love everyone, everything is okay. 
if you love everyone, you can't tell anyone no. And, you know, um, even though God says in 1 Peter 4, 8, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. So, so yes, so we have that concept, but then there's this other side of it. And I, I, like I said, I researched some verses, but Jude 1 uh 22 through 23 says and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment show mercy to still others but do so with great caution hating the sins that contaminate their lives so the reason that that is in such stark contrast in today's society is God's word tells us that we're supposed to call out that sin, right? You're supposed to do it lovingly and kindly, but we're supposed to point it out and say, hey, you know, if you consider yourself to be a Christian, that's not something that you should be doing. But that is not acceptable. And so what people are leaning toward is just love encompasses all. Love is everything. Love means anyone can do anything. Don't make fun of them. Don't, which you're not supposed to make fun of them, but you know, don't, don't call them out. Don't tell them that you don't accept them because of what they're doing. You know, so, but we can't, we can't just live by some of God's word. We have to live by all of God's word. Right. Right. And and we can't, we can't take the love, but then cast out that, that we should actually let people know when they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. And, And that is one of my biggest challenges right now is trying to direct my children in a way where they can still be kind of, you know, have friends be quote unquote acceptable in their, in today's culture, but at the same time to still follow God's word and to do what is pleasing to God. So what I'm hearing, uh, hearing you say is that um, the true act of love also brings forth correction. Yes. And that's what we have to be willing to do as believers is we love we love it's it's our way of life it's our walk is the is our language but with that love also comes correction when we see error yeah. and it's all of, of course about how you do it there's a difference between uh conviction and condemnation and i believe that's where a lot of people mess up that love walk is because they they want to condemn mm-hmm. and not allow god's spirit to convict after they, someone was corrected out of love, right? That's right. That's right. You know, because it's his spirit that can that actually does the conviction. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's very good. And how do we we train our kids up to operate in love, but still be firm mm-hmm. in in their in their love walk uh, yes. through Christ's example, and make so, those yeah. hard choices when it's necessary. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally understand that. Um, one of the things for me as a parent um, that's challenging is, man, media. Yeah. Media, whether it's TV, whether it's, you know, um, TikTok, you know, Facebook, all of these things, especially when it comes to parents, because it's such a huge exposure to our kids, to our children. Mm-hmm. The influence is so great, right? Yeah. So one of the things that I'm faced as a uh, as a parent to overcome is how do I create a a space at home that has a higher influence versus things of the world? Mm -hmm. 
right? So are my kids seeing a greater influence on how they should live, how they should navigate life? What is deemed truly correct according to God's word versus what they see the masses of people outside of the home do? Because a lot of times, when you see something on media and all of that, it's like we easily, we immediately you hear people, well, either boycott or ban or this or that or that. But my focus is the world's going to be the world. Media is mm-hmm. going to be the media. What am I doing as a parent in the home that no matter what, yeah, kids have a strong, strong um, example, right? Mm-hmm. That no matter what they see, no matter what they hear, they they develop that strength and that courage to not conform. Yeah. So it, it sounds like it boils down to exposure. Like what is yeah. your largest amount of exposure? Is it the social media, you know, where you're putting all these, you're dumping all these things into your mind, basically, um, that are not good for you, you know? Um, or is it that you're getting enough of that exposure at home and, and, you know, dumping more goodness basically into yourself, <laughs> you know, I guess it boils down to what, you know, which what's outweighing the other one. Yeah. And um, are we actually using those moments as education and teaching to show wrong versus right? Right. So. Because the reality is you will never, ever prevent your child from not seeing something. Yeah. But there's a saying that says, it's like, if you don't teach your children, the world will teach your children. That's right. So it's it's so, so important that the family unit Mm -hmm. is providing the example that when that child goes out into the world, they are prepared and they're able to recognize era they're able to to stand in faith they're able to like even no matter what they see mm-hmm. they won't waver. yeah yeah if they Which, do they uh, are still so strong that they'll come back to what is correct right and that's where um where the bible says direct your children onto the right path and when they're older they will not leave it so we have to have faith that if we're doing that in our home that no matter what they're exposed to or, you know, what they see or what they're around or what today's culture is, that they'll choose the right path eventually. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's amazing. You know, this is such, I mean, we can go on all day about different <laughs> topics on how it relates to parenting. I'm, I mean, I can give you a list from <laughs> education in the schools from Oh, that's another topic. <laughs> Faith in the school system with our children, right? Oh no, this is it's so much going on in the school system right now. That's just it's not even it, it's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And I'm glad that right now Texas schools are not dealing with some of the things that other schools are, are dealing with, but it, it might be just around the corner. So exactly. it's, it's kind of scary. Exactly. Um, well, well, Erica, let me ask you this. So we, we've talked about some things that are definite challenges. Is there anything that you feel like, you know, comes easy or something that you feel like, who at least it was easy to instill that in, into my kid, you know, versus the other things that are so hard to come to get across to them? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Didn't you say parenting does not come with a manual? <laughs> um, 
what has been easy for me is being okay with not knowing everything. Okay. Being okay with with realizing that, you know what, sometimes as a parent, I will get it wrong. Yeah. But also taking that opportunity to use that as another educating tool for my kids to know that even as adults, we are still learning, whether we're learning from other adult, adults, whether we're learning from our kids, because my kids have taught me things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, taught me, have taught me things. So what has now become easier for me that has not always been easy is allowing myself grace to grow as a parent and allowing myself to, at grace to grow uh, as a believer. Because yeah. as a believer, we are always going from glory to glory mm-hmm. because of who God is in us. Amen. So that has been my easiest thing as I've, as I've continued in my, my journey with God. Uh, and he's been growing me up as an individual and as a parent. So what about you, uh, Rochelle? Yeah, I would say just to add to that, um, it's been the the only thing that has come natural to me is to just be honest with my children about things. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I grew up in a family where I always got the honesty. You know, sometimes it was just silence. Yeah, yeah. Or hit, or hidden, or hidden. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Another um, topic. <laughs> so that is, girl. Um, but so for my children, you know, they've seen their mom, you know, mess up. They've seen her, you know, do some things right, do some things wrong. But I've always just been completely honest with them. You know, like, hey, yeah. this, this was a mistake or this shouldn't have happened. Um, I've always tried to keep the door open for them so that if they see me being completely open and honest with them, then they feel more comfortable coming to me when they have something, uh, you know, that they want to discuss or don't understand. Or, you know, I, I, I didn't want to create an environment of like fear, you know, respect. Yes. But, but fear, I just didn't want that. I wanted them to always feel like they had someone to talk to. And so, you know, there's good and bad that comes with that. Um, They definitely come to me and they feel open to discuss things. Sometimes things I don't want to hear. Yeah. But, but, um, but that came natural for me because it was something that I didn't like about my raising. And so, you know, I said, definitely when I have my kids, I want them to, to feel open. So that yeah. has been, that's worked out for the best. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so good. I mean, you, you've touched on some points um, probably that some of our listeners can definitely relate to when it comes to parenting. Um, that's a whole nother thing as far as how we were raised. Yeah. How <laughs> as portrayed to our, our children and some things we didn't allow to touch our children that we may have experienced, you know, uh, being brought up. Um, So so good. So good, Rochelle. And Um, then, you know, not to be hard on, on our parents or our parents' generation. Again, they also did not have a manual and, you know, they did the best that they could do. And as long as we can from generation to generation, at least improve, you know, then we're, we're going in the right direction. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, anything you want to say before we, we close today's podcast? Um, 
no, um, I, I, I think we had a really great topic today. Um, we definitely could talk about parenting for hours and hours on end. Um, do you have any, <laughs> do you have any ideas about what we might discuss next week? Absolutely. I think we should bring up relationships. Oh, my favorite. A, a podcast on faith <laughs> and dealing with relationships. Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that is, that's definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, we hope that you guys enjoyed our topic today. And we hope that you'll continue to join us weekly as we explore together the faith experience.